Just uh, so start it over. Oh, Mark, yeah. From the top. Yeah. Okay, so let's <clears throat> let's drop into the middle of a of an innocuous conversation yet again. Okay. Damn. Um, Don't you hate when uh, microphone equipment doesn't always go the way you want it to? Boy, I do hate that. I had a lot of problems with Roe v. Wade, the miniseries. Was there a miniseries? Mm-hmm. Starring who? It was on this weekend. You guys were all watching basketball like idiots. I was watching a documentary watch about that. abortions. I didn't watch that. I watched 2004's <laughs> The Sleepover. What? <laughs> yeah, you, you watch a lot of weird things in, in a hotel television. It's, oh. You shouldn't oh, attribute yeah. that to the year. I hate when people attribute it. The year didn't make that movie. Yes, it did. All right? If you'd uh, seen yeah. The Sleepover, you'd know. It's a very, it's a very product of 2004. I, was, I watched a 2001 film called Dagon. Like D A G O N. Yeah, it's a uh, H P Lovecraft thing. I watched it on the oh, plane cool. yesterday. That's it actually cool. wasn't too bad. Huh? Yeah. Well, not, not good. I discovered a, a teen. Oh, oh, <laughs> Shh, quiet, 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 quiet. Hit Bruce is being very uh, snap neck. I'm sorry. I should let you into the show. My <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to a crime uh, notice. Cry, uh, a noticeable, a crimey, noticeably crimey bowl of dude soup. There it is. Um, this episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by Movement Watches. Uh, that's why we're all wearing our. Lovely movement watches. Uh, you can go to movementwatches.com. That's mvmtwatches.com slash dude soup to get 15% off your entire order. Um, Arresting? Uh-oh. I don't understand, Bruce. You didn't do anything wrong. Oh, you actually punched in the... Oh, nope. You took a hit. How do I punch? You're doing, You're doing it. it sometimes. Mm. He's Man, he is working you like a slab of meat. Uh, so, <laughs> in addition to 2004's The Sleepover, which yeah. I will continue reading it that way. I also uh, discovered that TNT produced a series of Indiana Jones knockoffs starring Noah Wiley called The Librarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all really bad. How yeah. Do, how do you know about those? I Never. knew about The Librarian. That, that used to be, they yeah. used to promote the shit out of that. Yeah. Really? Noah up, yeah. Wiley has been like TNT's like trump card for the last 25 years. Man, I'm just catching on. <laughs> started with a trump the, card, you mean a card that you play and then still lose the match? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Well, he no, hasn't no, paid no, off yet. Falling Skies. That's the only thing you guys are thinking uh, about. I was thinking of Pirates of Silicon Valley, my friend. Oh. oh yeah, that's the thing that everybody watched. Well, the the, librarian. Well, or TNT was like, we got Noah Wiley from ER. He'll do anything. <laughs> and then they, they tried to have George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they tried Pirates of Silicon Valley. Like, oh, well, that didn't catch on. I like that they said he tr- they tried. <laughs> they were gonna, wait, they were going to make more of them? <laughs> yeah, they, they wanted it to be a series. I mean, there's well, Hal- what next? Halt and Catch Fire is kind of like Pirates of Silicon Valley. Does show. it have Noah Wiley in it? No, not no. at all. It's actually good. Why should I care? But then they tried The Librarian, and then they tried Falling Skies, and they're like, people just aren't into Noah Wiley. 20 I don't know years you, later. I don't know if it counts as trying when there's three movies and a TV series. Also, the second movie was directed by Jonathan Frakes. I know that because I saw the first one, and then the second one started immediately after it. Riker? Yeah. Wow. Riker. And the title sequence was in papyrus font, which <laughs> is always the sign of a good movie. Uh, I mean, Avatar did it, and it made a billion dollars. That was, that was papyrus. Yeah. What are you doing with your life? Snap his neck. Oh. No, hold on. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got a we got a number of interesting topics to talk about today. <laughs> sure, uh, look at how cool he looks. <laughs> <laughs> He's just checking the engine. Yeah. Little shorts. What are we playing today? Uh, playing Hitman. Yeah, we are. Uh, Sapienza, because it's it's European. I really like the way they're doing Hitman. Yeah, right now. I think it's smart. It's uh it's funny because there's been so many bad stabs at at episodic gaming. Mm-hmm. Really, Telltale's the only one that could could pull it off. Yeah, but it's another Hitman. There's just Hitmans everywhere. Hitman is actually just by by its nature such an arcadey game. The way you're meant oh get to steal his outfit for the love of God. Yeah, it, it is such a silly ass game that like I think it, it does well <laughs> for itself to be episodic. I think it's really smart. I yeah. I, went, I finally went back and played some of it uh, over the weekend. And it was like so good. It, it is actually really good. It's very feels very old school. I like it. And then we played Blood Money. Hitman is not yeah, sponsoring this yeah, podcast. Yeah, and I, and I hope we. And I hope blended. <laughs> oh, you need the newspaper to blend. Man, in. That makes sense. Yeah, just a biker reading the paper. <laughs> this game is perfect. I'm riding, riding this bench. <laughs> uh, so, in, in addition to Adam playing Hitman mm-hmm. and me watching way too much of uh, the Librarian, uh, let's hear. You guys went to kind of funny live too. We did. We did. And things probably happened there. Uh, lots of things happened. Well, there. take it away. I don't want to have to do, do anything well, I'm playing Hitman. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, Bruce, Bruce got Hitman. there before me, so I thought he would know more than I, but... No, you no, no, spent no. all that time reading Hitman guides on oh, Game yeah. Facts. Hold on, I'm delivering these flowers. Um, all right. I was playing Hyperlight Drifter on that Surface tablet. It was actually plays pretty well. Yeah, nice. Pretty cool. Uh, no, we got there, um, so it was a two-day event. The Kind of Funny Guys, they're, they're like a a live wrestling show, kind of. They really, yeah, yeah, it really definitely was like that. Um, a lot of copyright, copywritten content, but it's a live show, so they're allowed to get away with that. I think we just mm. we just watched 2001's <laughs> yeah, Dagon. What, what happened fuck? to that he guy? He bounced off the ground. Anyway, um, 
Boo! <laughs> no, like it. No, no, it was fun. They, like they, they play a lot of clips. Like the, you know that um, aerobics video that Key and Peele spoofed. That, I saw yeah. a picture yeah. of that. I was like, I know exactly what. But that they is. like they came out and did like a dance number, and we're like, that's pretty good. Like okay. that, that's kind of fun that they did that. And like, it was definitely like a performance piece uh, the way they did. But that was the first night. So pretty then, rigid, like pretty well programmed. Like a lot. Yeah. Of, a lot of stuff going on. It was pretty good. And then like Bruce and I were barely involved. Um, there <clears> was <throat> just there was a part where they were doing this like this like shock machine, um, and we we're taking turns. Uh, you know the thing like it, so everyone holds a like it's a, a, it's a reaction timer. So like basically yeah. whoever's holding it last gets shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that that thing makes the rounds at Rooster Teeth every time they need an RT life. Um, it was funny though because we were we were upstairs watching the show. Um, oh. And uh, they were announcing everyone. I remember everyone's picture coming in. What picture do they use of you? Oh, I don't know. Oh, because they're like starring Bruce Green, and they use the image. And then oh, they, it was just a picture of me in the Flynn Live shirt. That's all. It was. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's always funny to see like where did people stop on Google yeah. to find yep. the image of you. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm happy to give you. I, I can take a new. Oh, you're going to use that one. Okay. Um, they had the, of the one of me seductively looking at you by a window. <laughs> yep. Like yeah. It's funny because, you know, if you think about it, that's your photograph, right? Yeah. So that photograph was taken by, I believe, Jess. That was Jess, yeah. Right? And so she owns the photo. Mm -hmm. So they stole hmm. it yep. from you hmm. to promote you. Well, she stole it from me, much she like we steal you. the souls of the aboriginals. Well, I was yeah. going to say, we steal everybody's, like, off of Google, we steal every day, like, hundreds of times a day. What are yeah. you talking about? For our about? videos and for our thumbnails and yeah. stuff like that. Well, except that falls under fair use. I know it does. That's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. So it's fair use, James. Fair, fair use. Bro. Nobody stole anything from Adam. Fair use being the oh, argument just, that you use in court when you're getting sued, <laughs> yeah. not necessarily the protection. I have a fair use it. document right there here. There it is, Your Honor. <laughs> your Honor. Just claim, bro. I am fair use. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do it, so I did. Yeah. Fair use. <laughs> uh, that that was some someone pointed that one out recently, where uh, some videos will start off and say no copyright was intended. It was like so yeah. you're aware that you're val yeah. you're violating copyright, but by you putting your hands going. Nope, nope, yeah, bro. Didn't do it. Didn't cool. do it. Yeah. I didn't mean to do it. So did, did they? So did you win that reaction game with kind of funny? It broke. Oh, it broke. Um, uh, it they broke. they were. I, I kept landing on Tim Gettys. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound like it's broken to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so uh, I think we ended up just doing like like an impromptu like Q and A and just kind of hanging out. Greg and I hugged. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Greg's a good hugger. Yeah, he's, he's a great he's hugger. A very hugger type. He's talented. I, so, I, the, so then that, that's when because yours it was broken. So when I went out, it was already broken. Because yeah. I wasn't sure if you guys broke it or not, but so I, when I went out, they were like, because uh, I expected to play the same game, and I'm usually like, I'm okay at those games. I'm not, the, I'm not greatest. And uh, I forget who it was. I think it was Greg or Nick said that they always won. So game wasn't there. I walked out, and Greg was like, all right, so game's broken, so uh, we're going to arm wrestle. <laughs> and I was like, what? Well, Fair. hold on. Like, who am I going to arm wrestle? And Greg's like, you're going to arm wrestle me. And he rips his shirt off. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, it's his, like a wrestling shirt. He's in his wrestling leotard, and yeah. I was like, okay. So, uh, so, and, and I think it was Tim or Nick was like, instead of, uh, it's, now that Craig's got his shirt off, you have to take your shirt off. And I was like, yeah. do yeah. it. So, rip so it I, off. Take, I take my shirt off. Yeah. And, uh, this is our life. I put on the these glasses that have a fake mustache and a little sombrero on them, which mm -hmm. is awesome. And, uh, I flex for the audience because that's what you got to do. Yeah. And then I put my arm down on the table and Greg and I re uh, arm wrestled and, it's, I think it's three seconds, and I've immediately beat Greg, and he's on the Aww. ground. Nice. Um, so, but I think he threw it. I think he threw the match. I think he pretended. Well, he threw himself. He threw himself. I think he pretended to be beat. But did he do it in such a way that he knew you were beating him, and thus he said, oh, instead of shame, I'm going to turn this into a comical moment. So I'll never know. And mm, I think if, you know. And if we can talk to Greg Miller about it. I don't know if he'll be honest or not. Bruce, does constitute a call-out right now? You know the strength that you had to apply to his arm. I do. So how much was that on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, I, I, I told Adam, I was like, I will not be beat in front of a crowd of 1,000 people. Oh, sure. Yeah. Arm wrestling Greg Miller, absolutely. regardless of whether or not he is Greg Miller. Ended up being like 1,200 or something like that. Like, it was a pretty packed yeah, venue. It, it was wow. a large crowd. And they were like super, you know, like, enwrapped or however you yeah. say it. Uh, but regardless, it, it was, uh, I had to beat him. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. So I applied a lot of pressure. So, but on a scale of one to 10, how much did you have to use? Oh, I gave it a 10. A, no, that's how much you gave. Oh, you gave oh, how oh. much did you feel in terms of strength? Oh, resistance. We're talking about a seven. Really? You know, like I think that, I think that he, I think Greg Miller was like, if I can win this, then I'll win it and I'll go, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I start this thing, because he's a natural entertainer, right? Yeah, he's right. really good on his feet. He is, he I is. I think he made the, did the math in his head and he goes, but if, if this starts, 
and he started to push me, I would have to go comedy. Uh, right. Then it's comedy. Well, yeah. right? I, I, mean, that's, I think that's As what opposed to just someone angrily losing an armrest. Because it was probably like, you know, like one, two, and then I just slammed him down. Mm -hmm. oh. And then he, he flew off the table. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I wasn't, again, wasn't sure if he was I think just, he saw it in your eye. He's like, he's yeah. like nope, yeah. I don't want any part of this. saw the killer spirit. This is, let's turn this into a joke. And I think that was a good decision. Well, There's also kind of a weird thing with the kind of funny audiences. They're a very hyper-concentrated audience, older audience here and there. Um, I don't think a lot of them know who we are, which is okay. Yeah, I don't expect funny. anyone to know us. And going out there with like the kind of funny guys, I think kind of helped. But I think a lot of them were like, who's this Bruce guy? Yeah, no, and yeah, so, they were. They yeah, were. I think Craig, Craig, Greg played it up to the crowd. He did. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. To make it like, he's all, he's, you know, it's, the same, it's always kind of tough introducing someone to a different audience. And you don't want to upset people. We've seen that in the past. Yep. Like, our audience hates Greg. Um, <laughs> We all love him. They yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, no, Greg, I love Greg. Jeez. He's playing a villain. That's what he does. He's a good. He's he, those. You can tell those guys just love WWE. Well, yeah, Greg's so. a heel. He's always he's always yep. been a heel. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, when we did the gauntlet, he he knew right away he was the villain. And he was like ripping his shirt off, and he was talking <laughs> about how shitty PC games were, and he beat all of us at Unreal Tournament. My like, only criticism fucker. of Greg Miller, the only one uh -oh. that I could ever make. Okay. Yeah. A good heel has to go face. A good heel goes face. So that way, when they make their heel turn again, it's that all the more dramatic. So what do you mean? Goes, Miller, what does ghost face mean? That's super good. Oh, there's, there's, okay. There's heel, which is the bad guy, and, and the there's face, face is which is the good guy. There's Got baby it. face, who would be like all American Hulk Hogan. Okay. You know, he's yeah. like the nice, eat your Cheerios, yeah, and yeah. like take your vitamins, <laughs> stuff like that. That's baby face. Okay. But all the best heels go face. Go face. Oh, so, so that Greg way has they to can, go face. So that way, once they get everyone behind them, they can betray them in uh, the ultimate villain fashion. If you just stay heel, which okay. Greg Miller kind of does, it, it isn't nearly as effective as going face. So I think Greg, I'm saying this to you, Greg, go face. Oh, yeah, he should. Go face turn. He should. Gain people's trust, get people behind you, then rip their hearts them out. Again. Okay. That's what you do. All right. Okay. That's, All right. that's wrestling writing. That's good wrestling writing. So Because you, you, you must know that when a heel goes face, they're going to go back to heel. Absolutely. But you don't know when, right? Yeah. And like everybody's best, waiting for it? The best, probably the best face to heel transition was The Rock. The Rock did it. Yes. Because he yeah. was a bad guy, yeah, no. right? He came out as a good guy. Yeah. But then he went as a bad guy, kind of made more of a name for himself. And then he went good guy, right? Yeah. And he was the people's champion. He was the people's champion. Who could be more face than that? Right. Loved it. Ever had his catchphrases in there. And once he got the whole crowd like talking about his catchphrases and doing everything with him, then he then Betrayed he went him. bad. That's cool. And he awesome. was the greatest bad guy probably in the history of wrestling. He's shooting you. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going fine. Um, yeah. That was that was a good gameplay. So you're saying that it <clears throat> it would have been a better would have been a better show. If Greg understood how to be, well, he may. I was, it was I, a, saying I think it was a fantastic <laughs> show. Oh no, it was a great show. But yeah, yeah. I was saying Greg he may eventually, he may eventually go face. Hmm. And I, actually, that I might be a good turn for him because he's always been a heel. Yeah, don't trust him. So you can't okay. play the perpetual heel. You can't <laughs> always be the heel. I uh, learned something about wrestling today. Yeah, me too. Uh, regardless, kind of funny. Um, th those guys are like they're consummate, consummate professionals. Are kind of one of my favorite YouTube groups because every time I say hello to them, they are very friendly. Mm -hmm. They're efficient. And they're professional, um, and that's really important, I think, uh, in a world of two boards. Yeah. Um, and that's just the thing that we always really like about Kind of Funny. And like mm -hmm. Adam said, it was kind of fun to be in a spot where not everybody knew, like, oh, you're a fun house or whatever. So like, uh, we were we were in line for the autographs, or we were sitting behind the table. That was the next day. Where, yeah, the next day while everybody's so waiting like for, a two -day thing. for autographs. Gotcha. And so like, basically, it's like. Jeff, Michael, me, Adam, Barbara, Gus, and then all the way at the end of the line is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and people would just pass us up and go right to kind of funny, and we were all like, whew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, my, my favorite part of it was rest. that they would, people would stand in front of us and ignore us. Like, yeah. they would like literally turn their backs to us because they didn't want to offend us, mm -hmm. uh, which was fine. I, I don't, that doesn't bother yeah. me at all. And so like, so like <laughs> no pressure now. Je so then what, what like Jeff, Michael, and I would, would do is we would heckle them. Uh, and okay. if they were standing, I'd be like, hey, hey, do you want me to sign something? Hey. <laughs> Hey, because they have to turn around and then interact with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love doing that. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I love that. that it, so it's fun. it's a it's always weird, right? Like, it is. Yeah, it's always because you're you, we're all in positions where we have jobs where our our stuff is viewed and we are seen. But I don't think any one of us ever assumes that a stranger should know who we are. No, ever once. Absolutely not. And that, that even goes double for an event <clears throat> that I'm supposed to be at. Yeah. Like we'll be at RTX and if someone comes up to me and stares at me. I'm gonna go. What do you need I help? Yeah, the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to jumpstart a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think. Yeah, do you think I'm someone else? I'm not Corey Feldman. Yeah. We did have. Few, I had a few people that um, it was really funny because they would come up 
and th th this was vice versa too, but they would come up and be like, dude, I love Funhouse, and I would sit next to Jeff, I'm like, Funhouse is the best play, and then they look over at Jeff and be like, I've seen a couple Achievement Hunter videos like nice. that. <laughs> and I'd always laugh at Jeff, and then there was always the opposite too, people would come up to Jeff and be like, Achievement Hunter's the fucking best, and they'd be like, yeah, I watched a few Funhouse videos. They're okay. Yeah, they're okay. They're right. yeah. And I was like, you know, thanks for being honest. I appreciate it. Yeah, people better wear their flags, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, but once again, I expect nothing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, almost, I almost prefer for someone to go, I'm really into kind of funny. I've seen a couple of your videos. I think you guys are okay. Then to go, boy, kind of funny is the greatest thing in the world. Jeff, love Achievement Hunter more than anything else. Funhouse, oh my God, Funhouse is the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Then you I go, guys. Then I go, well, one, you're lying to one of us. <laughs> yep. yeah. and, and two, you have way too much free time. Yeah. <laughs> that you can bank so hard on three channels, three groups of completely different content creators. I'm going to fuck this guy up. It's a good point. Either way, I got a lot of really good FaceTime with uh, some kind of funny fans, some Funhouse fans, mm -hmm. G-Hunter fans. Like, I, it was just, I was just, we, you and I were just standing out on the floor and Jeff and Gus were just like hanging out, drinking with people. Yeah, and it was fun. Um, it was like it wasn't Madhouse like RTX, where like there's thousands and thousands of people waiting to take pictures of all of us. Mm -hmm. It's just more of like we got to say hi and be like, yeah. So what are you here for? Like coming mm -hmm. from San Francisco, you know, like just small talk. And then great. Bruce and I did a off-topic podcast with uh, Michael and Jeff, and that was fun. That, that was, was like, a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I we was talking about losing virginities and stuff. It was cool. So again, we were at the kind of funny event, and it, there were no kind of funny people in that podcast. So it was just Michael, Jeff, Adam, Bruce. And I had heard, because the audience was like talking the entire time. Oh, yeah. And I, I, Oh, during the show? Yeah, and they were talking over us, okay. which I thought was funny. And yeah. I was like, but again, we are at a kind of funny event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, what yeah. do you expect? You know, like, it's okay if there yeah, is a yeah. group of people talking in the back. Well, it, you know, like, it would be like, they don't have to listen to us. It's like if you went to go see, like, Batman and Superman live, and then there was a couple guys up there talking about Wolverine, I'd yeah. be like... I'm not gonna listen to these fucks. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, and so, so I mean, like, I appreciated the fact that even people came up and wanted to watch what we were talking mm -hmm. about since we were not kind of funny. Yeah, uh, because kind of funny was doing uh, meet and greets and signings and stuff over in the other room. So we were just like, we'll warm up the crowd, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's yeah. kind of like, like a Woodstock type That's situation. What it was. Like, yeah. here are a bunch of acts, things you might enjoy. Yeah. Feel free to take a taste of whatever you like. Yeah. And if you. If you aren't crazy about it, there's going to be other stuff for you to focus on, or you can just hang out with the community. Yeah, um, and then exactly it was funny before the the second day, Bruce and I went to like a CVS across the street because I had a little bit of a headache, you know, probably drank <laughs> mm -hmm. a little too much time for it, didn't sleep too great as always, as these things go. Yeah. Um, and people in San Francisco use CVS like at some sort of grocery store. <laughs> yeah. That was fun, and they love to just cut on you. Yeah, really? that was did. great. They, they I mean, all we all us. we had was like sodas, <laughs> Red Bulls, and like. Pain relievers, and, and like I think Clearly, I bought some, I bought some donuts, <laughs> but uh, but we're just standing there, and there was like uh, a family in front of us, and they bought everything. They did. It they was bought, just yeah. they bought like a hundred dollars worth of groceries at CVS. And it was that store. you know that moment when you're hungover and things just feel really slow. Yeah, yeah. And you're just staring like, the fuck are they buying? And it was just, and then they would come up and get more stuff. And then the lady who was taking the order was like, so where are you guys from? What's going on yeah, in your she, life? She was making small talk. Like, and we we're like, what the fuck? And we're just holding all this stuff. Like, can we can we move forward now? <laughs> and then one dude just cuts on us and goes into the... the he bought 10 newspapers, that guy did. What? That, yeah, that was, he has a stack was, of newspapers. Very strange. And then we get up to the one we're like, hey, uh, we'd like to buy this stuff. And then she, she yawns at oh, us. She shit. goes, she was clearly bored by us. <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely was bored yeah, by us. Yeah, that was fun. I, I was, uh, I mean, again, we are in their city. So if things weird things happen, I'm in San Francisco. Yeah. I understand. It's like I'm a little impatient, but it is San Francisco. That shit happens to me in L.A. Get the fuck out of my way. Like, this is my city. We're going to figure out what's going on in L.A. But San Francisco, different. I'm, I'm a tourist. I would say that maybe San Francisco is a little bit more urban-esque. Like Los Angeles, Los Angeles yeah, is oh, urban, yeah, but it's not as dense. Yeah. Like it's more spread out. People so are insane for, in San Francisco. Well, like you can just smell the insanity. <laughs> it's like New York, though. It's it's like in terms of being on top of other people, it's kind of more like New York than it is Los Angeles. Los Angeles is populous and well, crowded, it, but it's yeah. spread out. Well, it's spread so out, yeah. I I would say in in San Fran's defense <laughs> that maybe they use CVS because there's no grocery yeah, store, full yeah. size grocery store maybe, yeah. really far away and they're not gonna get sure. in their car and leave their parking spot, which they only have out of pure luck to go to a grocery <laughs> store and get that stuff. Well there's there's always a thing too where people always tell me this go, Oh well you're in the tenderloin. You're, uh, so for those who don't know like different towns are different, like sketchy yeah, places. Yeah, like the, the fucking scary part of San Francisco. It's yeah. Skid Central. Like yeah. in LA, it's Skid Row. Pretty There's sure like you a, can hear the homeless people wailing at night. That's yeah. true. You can. Just on the wind. Yeah. There, there are you know there are things like that. 
every time we're in San Francisco, we're always in the Tenderloin. Like, I don't know, I think San Francisco is just the Tenderloin. Probably because <laughs> venues are cheap there. <laughs> well, Probably, the, the Tenderloin yeah. is this weird little section of like, I want to say it's like five or six blocks in the dead center of, of San Francisco, right next to Union Square and like mm. a bunch of other spots. So it, I always end up walking through it or near it. And uh, the, the story I did not get to tell um, for, the, for the Off Topic podcast about the Tenderloin was, and I, I, for some reason, been to the Tenderloin a lot. I don't know why. Um, but this, uh, the, most, the other story that I had was, I worked for, I worked for K-Rock, the, the radio station here in LA. Yeah. And there was a contest where like, the Smashing Pumpkins were reuniting. This is like back in 2006 or seven, And they were, uh, they were like, okay, so we're going to send 30 people to San Francisco. You're going to escort them through the city. And like me and like two other people are escorting 30 people with their baggage through San Francisco. So we fly to San Francisco, we get off the train, take the train to, into the city. Wait, why? We get off because like they're all staying at a hotel and they all get to go to the Smash oh, Pumpkins reunited, okay, gotcha, reunited gotcha. shows. Oh yeah, sorry about that. And um, so we have to basically get them to the hotel and then get them to, get them to the venue to watch the show. Uh, so we arrive in San Francisco, take the train into the, the city. Uh, all 30 people get off with their baggage um, and we... <laughs> The stop we get off is, I want to say, two blocks from the hotel. Yeah. And we all, uh, we look at, there's two people that we should ask. This is like back kind of around the time smartphones become popular, but we didn't have one. So we, there's two people we should ask to get to the, uh, get to our hotel. A businesswoman in a business suit and a crazy, crazy homeless man. Like insane, crazy, talking to himself. Uh, and one of our group asks the homeless man. It's like a reality TV show setup. It, it felt like it. One yeah. of our group asked the homeless man. Uh, I asked the businesswoman. I was like, hey, so how do we get to the whatever hotel it was? And she's like, oh, it's just, it's just right over there. You just go north. And the, the crazy homeless man is east. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, all right, well, obviously we're going to follow the businesswoman. We go north. Uh, it turns out it's directly through the tenderloin. She tell, she told us to walk walk all the way awesome. through, and it is literally a movie set. The homeless guy was taking you around. I know. He was like, yeah, I'm going to that area. There's a bunch of my friends. Yeah, I know, like I know. He, he understood. You. No, he, well, I mean, like, obviously, he I knows look, those are his people. I look back on it now, and I'm like, fuck, I should have followed that homeless man. But yeah. uh, either way, so we're taking 30 people with their baggage, all strangers to San Francisco, through the tenderloin, oh directly through Ugh. one of the poorest parts of the country, um, and it's like a movie set. Uh, we're we're walking through. One person is sitting there, no joke, looks like the Dave Chappelle uh, crack, yeah. uh, crack <laughs> character scratching his chest, you know, just like, <laughs> you know, sniffing. Uh, there's one other, one other t person that's shouting up to a window, uh, <laughs> hey, Tyrone! And he goes like, and he goes, where's my bike at? Like that, and you see Tyrone lean out of the window. And I, this is not a joke, but I'm not, I'm not saying Tyrone in the, in the general sense. He literally said Tyrone. And the guy leans out the window and goes, oh, oh! like that. <laughs> And I was, I was like, we we're all kind of walking through. Like, is this staged? <laughs> like, is this supposed well, to happen? Just, just yesterday, you, me, and Bethany, we got uh, lunch before we left, and there was a woman in like a rascal rolling up, and then this other homeless woman walks up, and she goes, "Wabba dabba do." Oh, yeah, yeah. We're like, and she goes, "Wabba dabba do." She kept saying it. Like, just because you guys are out of the loop doesn't mean you can yeah. sit in your high castles and look down. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just Tyrone and, and the Wabba Dabba Doo. It's just, well, so that, that wasn't even the best part of it. Is like as we were walking by, because they're like, this is all pretty, you know, normal stuff. That's not so bad. Not, there's no violence or anybody like assaulting us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then um, all of a sudden we see this Asian man run out of this convenience store with one of those, uh, you know, those signs you put up that say like mop. It's it's wet. You right. know, oh be yeah. Careful. See some mojado? He. He runs out of the, grabs it off the floor, uh, closes it, and slams it against another dude who was trying to steal something out of his liquor oh, store. That's yeah. awesome. Like a wrestling movie goes boom like that and like knocks him down. Wait, was I? I wasn't there. No, this was uh, uh, this was in 2007. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and then they, and he gets up and he like uh, he's like what the like they start screaming at each other about how he stole like some gum or something. I don't. know. <laughs> well, when you're in a lawless land, you have yeah. to take the law into your own hands. Uh, that's God. what he did. That's what he. And I was like, you know, I respect that. And I was like, let's everybody keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we eventually made it to the hotel, but we went the totally oh, wrong way. We should have followed the <laughs> homeless like, man. Hey, man, you know, back in 2007, I hit you with a piece of Mahato sign, and I just wanted to say, <laughs> Wabba Dabba Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Wabba Dabba Doo. Anyway, can't wait to not go back to San Francisco. I mean, yeah, I'm not I, not I've had a good time every single I, time. I, I have the same rule about San Francisco that I have about Las Vegas. No. It's like the three-day rule. But oh. like Las Vegas, it's just, it's... It's eating cake with ice cream on top of it. It's just too it's much too of much. a good thing. Okay. Um, whereas uh, 
San Francisco is just too much of a bad thing. I, I'm, no, I'm never crazy about that city. I don't yeah. know what, maybe it's because I'm from Los Angeles. Everyone just seems there. more insane. I don't know what it is. It's it, the North, North California versus uh, Northern, South, Southern California, Southern California I don't know. mentality. It also may be that San Francisco, like, I bet the people outside of San Francisco and all the like, suburbs and stuff are totally fine. But I always end up going to the the dead center. Sure, all the yeah. all the rich Google employees and are probably just fantastic. Yeah, they're doing okay. That's strange. Yeah. We don't have any homeless around here. Yeah. Well, and if well, I always that one guy, oh, his, man, he no. only has four bedrooms. One of my favorite pastimes is looking up extended whiny blog posts on the internet about rich people in San Francisco complaining about the homeless. Oh yeah. Basically it's, saying something should be done. Um, there was one one specifically that said, "I make too much money to have to deal with this," which I thought was awesome. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. Pretty cool shit. So San Francisco is a great city. Yeah, they got a homeless problem, but they're trying out Las Soto, so. You know, <laughs> sorry for the long focus on the important problems first, city of San Francisco. <laughs> sorry for the long story, Lawrence. Uh, I guess it's probably time. No, for, man, it was great. For an ad read, I would imagine. Uh, I like hearing about people shouting at each other out of windows. It was great. Especially when you can't understand what they're saying. It was and something I'll never forget. You. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's not me. Inarticulate guttural sounds. Uh, man, we need more of that in the world. So please, audience, <laughs> shout at somebody out of your window today. <laughs> but one thing you won't have to shout at somebody for it's asking them the time, <laughs> provided that you've bought an elegant timepiece for movement watches. Ooh. Or if you're Adam, or if you're Adam. watch is way off. Oh, oh is this time off? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me, oh. I <laughs> said it for New York time. It's still on point. <laughs> and it's only a couple hours off. That minute hand's all you need, man. Mm -hmm. we're, in, we're in production. Uh, movement watches is a direct-to-consumer watchmaker, uh, which means they don't go through stores, they don't have to deal with markups or anything like that. They just sell directly to you on the internet, which is how everything should be nowadays. It's, it's intimidating to go outside where people are screaming at each other, people are peeing on themselves, making up all kinds of catchphrases. You're hearing all this lingo, you don't know what it is. I just want to watch. All right then, just go to movementwatches.com. Uh, it's pronounced movement, but I want to make sure you understand that it's mvmtwatches, w-a-t-c-h-e-s.com, slash dudesoup for 15% off your order. Uh, all the designs are pretty minimal, which I really like, just kind of solid colors, plain, plain stuff. It doesn't, don't have all those weird little gears. It's very intimidating. Which one's the time? I don't know. This one's just a nice, elegant watch face. There we go, that's what I needed. Uh, <laughs> if you want to look professional and elegant, it's a good way to do that. Watches start at 95 bucks, but again, you can get 15% off by going to movementwatches.com slash dudesoup. Uh, and then that lets them know that you're supporting us too. So if you've ever been confused about the time and didn't want to fumble your phone out of your, your pocket, or hey, fuck it, if you're walking through the Tenderloin and you don't want to show people that you own a phone, maybe having a watch is a better idea. So movementwatches.com slash dudesoup. Thanks for your sponsorship, Movement. Uh, it's, it's always good to know the time, especially when you're dragging around dead bodies in a kitchen. I guess they're not dead yet. No, not yet. Did a hitman thing and just plug him on the floor. Why is there a Catholic priest walking? <laughs> I'd like to confess. I'd like to confess. <laughs> I knocked out that guy and broke that guy's back and stole the key. Talking about walking through movie sets. Jeez. Yeah. Hitman's yeah. always been a movie. While you guys were, while you guys were, were touching your door in public in San Francisco. Oh yeah, you were in Vegas. I was, yeah. Yeah, Meeting what were you there for? Characters. Punk rock bowling. Yeah, right? Oh boy. I saw, I was, I was following your adventure on Twitter and I loved it. I'm yeah. Just, I was lo loved watching. Oh, I got, oh boy. <laughs> I, uh, I got to, Bruce, this will probably blow your mind. I hadn't heard the Descendants until then. Oh yeah. But I saw them play. Yeah. They're really, really fucking good. They've been around for what? So really 50, old. 100 years? Yeah, about, about three centuries. They're an uh, old punk rock band. It was pretty great. Uh, apparently they like disbanded in the, Early 80s, so the lead singer could go get a PhD. Really? And then they reformed and they're still playing. I yeah. Didn't know that. Kind of reminds me of, uh, I mean, they're older and a little more seasoned, but like the offspring, they're in there, they're pushing way past 50 B now. Bad religion, point. too. Yeah, same, bad religion. Same, Shit, man. Same thing. But no, they still played an amazing show, sounded amazing. I uh, saw Mill and Colin. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's you were at a Tony Hawk soundtrack. Basically, yes. <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, was it Buzzcocks played? Oh, uh, yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah, you wow. saw them all. Yeah. No, it's, it's a lineup of all the latest and greatest from the early to mid-80s. Not, not, yeah. More later than greater. <laughs> so did you watch more music or bowl more bowl? Uh, so there is a bowling tournament. It was like a 100-team bowling tournament slash punk rock festival. Oh, nice. Good job. Hmm. Um, no, I didn't enter the bowling tournament because I'm not good at bowling. Uh, fun fact about me, I do have a bowling trophy, but that's because I got put on a bowling team with a bunch of other people who are very good. Oh. And you I just dragged them down. Yeah, <laughs> I fucked the average pretty hard. But I, I think that also got us in a certain league that made mean meant we could win really easily. Okay. Wow. Good times. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but the bowling was fun. The job the job that I was working at the time I was in the bowling league was not immaterial. At any rate, yeah, it was a great show. Uh, it's kind of weird because there's a there was a lot of like very nice, polite people, 
a lot of orderly line waiting, a lot of, uh, a lot of, oop, excuse me. Well, they're all old punk rockers Yeah, now. they are. They've all grown up. They've all established themselves as adults. All the anger is gone. Yeah, I, although I did see you got hurt, right? You got hurt uh, on... What? It was a scrape. Well, it was a scrape, though, yeah, but it was, uh, a, it was a mosh pit. During it, wouldn't oh. be, it wouldn't be a Lawrence event if you didn't get hurt. Uh, that's right. true. That's um, oh, geez. Actually, fuck, yeah, here, let me do this. So, while I'm talking, let me take off my shoes. Okay. So, uh, running around in a mosh is, is pretty... Pretty active on the old feet. Yeah, yeah. And when you when you're when you're a bit of a soft pad like me, and wearing like <laughs> shoes pad. that don't really fit all that well, you, certain certain damages occur. I think this is the bad one. Oh jeez. Oh, gross. All right. I don't know which which oh. camera should I show this to. Yeah, I want to see yours. Oh shit! What happened? Tyrone, get out. Big of the ass blister, way. man. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was a, oh, it was a blister from a mosh pit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of hopping and like spinning on the ball of your foot and how long did you do it for? Pushing against people. A set. Wow. Which was like an hour, I think. Like this. Yeah, no. Like yeah, you elbows out. Yeah, just do this thing. <laughs> you're, you're, you're hitting people like football players. Oh, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I violated mosh etiquette to a degree. How's that? Uh, I think I was a little more violent than they were looking for. <laughs> like I wasn't throwing punches or kicks or anything. Um, but it was a circle like, mosh. Bro, this is a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, for a, for a band made up of 80-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the thing. Like, So they were doing their circle thing. They were just running around, like kind of kicking at the air. Right. And I'm like... Uh, I don't care. I don't want to run in a circle. So I, I was just like shoulder checking some people around, Ooh. jumping around. Uh, and oh, I would have fucking hated him. <laughs> Why would you go into the fucking mosh if you don't want to do? Yeah, anyway. you, you say Clearly, everyone else didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. so that makes you the odd man out. There so. was one other dude. There was one other dude who was like bald and shirtless and tatted up, and he he was getting into it too. All right, well then go to him. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Form your you guys own are buddies. Yeah, you guys are buddies. Man, fuck that. Also, <laughs> it's a punk rock show. What? For a 80-year-old band. <laughs> the genre is older now. So it. it's not like punk rock when punk rock was punk rock. I'm just telling you I'm a no, hero. No, it's punk <laughs> rock when punk rock is combined with bowling in Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say, Lawrence would... Why don't you just join a fight club? He would love a hardcore. You'd love it. Before. Those, those hard, like the headwalking and stuff like that. Oh, man. Headwalking? You don't know what headwalking is? I've never been to a hardcore oh, show. Oh, headwalking's great. Omar, you know what headwalking is? Uh, no, no, windmills is just, words just this. No, is it a can of, uh, can head, of soup? Headwalking is what people will do is get on a stage and um, they'll literally run out into the, into the crowd. So they, they are trying to step oh, on I heads see. and yeah. shoulders. Gotcha. To, That's not a thing anymore. People do cannonballs. What are cannonballs? Oh, God. You, got, you, you run on the stage, run to the back, run all the way to the edge, and then do a cannonball into the crowd. You basically <laughs> make yourself impossible to catch. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. the whole idea of crowd surfing. Oh yeah, my god. Crowd surfing is all about spread. making yourself spread so it's easy for people to yeah. share the load and this is making yourself as small <laughs> as possible so there's no So you no impact way on you the can, ground. So you basically hit the ground. Oh gosh. Holy Man. shit. It sounds like people hate the music and they're so bored. This is like baseball, all right? This is like what outfielders do in baseball when they're just like shit, just shitting around out there because they don't have anything to do. No, no, no. It's people, it's the, the music drives them insane. It drives them yeah. crazy. Yeah. It drives a certain the, level of community the, the, the angst and the anger. That's right. You got to get it out somehow. Um. We're all going to die. Fuck Let's it. do it today <laughs> exactly. by cannonballing off of the stage. That's the yeah. That's kind of the point. That sounds. I mean, like Lawrence sounds like you had a good time. I did. I had, I had a very good time. Yeah. It was really adorable though, because yeah, uh, to James's point, it was a lot of a lot of polite polite exchanges. A lot of very happy people. Mm -hmm. A lot of cute punk parents and little punk kids, oh, which nice. is probably the cutest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> little kid walking around with a denim jacket with spikes all over it, a rancid like patch yeah. stuck on the back. You don't even know who that is. That's you, fine. You bet. Uh, there was this there was this punk dad who was kind of like teaching his kid how to mosh and it was really adorable because he would just kind of like shoulder check him and then he'd like put oh. his foot on him and like push him oh. and he'd fall over and he'd be like oh god put him back up it was the fucking cutest thing in the world uh so yeah the the show was really good it was really well laid out and there was plenty of room and it was like there was just one dude walking around with a cigar and that was pretty much the only negative thing there was a lot of a lot of magnum sized vapes going on <laughs> that's fine it's 2016 those things happen magnum. Vapes keep getting larger but i stay the same <laughs> 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 there were some fat clouds, that's for sure. But uh, in terms of other Vegas things, I had my mind freaked by Chris Angel, which was fucking. Oh, awesome. you did mind freak? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, you, right. you specifically got mind freak. So here's. <laughs> oh, you just go up on stage? No, oh. no, sadly, uh, no. That was that was weird. I'll get into that in a second. So here's the progression of how the day went. Uh, I went to a drag show. In the second floor of a Senior Frogs, that had a breakfast buffet and an unlimited like cocktail bar. <laughs> 
Unlimited cocktail bar? Yeah. Magical place. Here Holy in heaven. shit. Sort of. So the buffet wasn't so hot. Senior well, Frogs doesn't really, yeah, doesn't really drop the heat from the breakfast buffet. <laughs> really? Wow. Uh, update that Yelp review. They're, they're popular for Mexican food, not breakfast buffets. They had a steamer tray of egg whites. That's mostly what I, <laughs> what I stuck with. Uh-huh. They had all the ingredients for an Eggs Benedict, but didn't have ham. Yeah, so build your own. Have ever been at drag show where two men dress as women and then they race cars down a quarter mile track. Oh, I bet there has, but I mean, that's a great idea. That's the, that's the imagery at the beginning of RuPaul's Drag Race, but I don't know that there has actually been a drag race. There you go, James Willem's Drag Race, you should, you should do it. I, I'm not allowed to do it because I don't do drag. You could. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just not really something I'm into. I'm a supporter know, of the community, but I don't really. There's so much more. I don't than think I, it would be. It wouldn't be right for me. It would be like if no, like, no, you're the founder. You know what? I got, came up with a great pun for a Cherokee tribe meetup. I should just do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bruce has to do that. Depending. Uh, yeah, we're waiting, I, I we're waiting on the results of your yeah, research. I can't, I can't do that. Uh, Bruce, uh, James, let me just say, I. There's a lot more mm-hmm. to bring a drag queen than just looking good in a dress. Oh, I know. Come on. Oh, I know. First of all, you gotta, you gotta poke that dick in, you gotta shove it in, Ooh. tape it up. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but the thing, that, the thing that struck me the most, first of all, the shit they do in heels is just ridiculous. Somebody like jumped off the stage and like sits in its heels and landed, kept dancing. It's natural me. male athleticism combined <laughs> oh, with the finesse of a woman. The grace, beauty, and sass of a yeah. woman. Uh, but the other thing that, that kind of was a really pleasant surprise is each drag queen had her own delightful scent that was both immediately noticeable but not overpowering once Ooh, the show started. Wow, that sounds So awesome. there were like, there were five performers, we'll say. Uh, each one came out and was like, oh gosh, this is, this is whisking me away to another place. Uh, it's comfortable, slightly fruity, hmm. hints, of, hints of cedar maybe, sandalwood, oh, I'm wow, not sure. Geez. Okay. Uh, one, awesome. one very bizarrely took me all the way back, I was like, this smells like a scratch and sniff sticker, but not in a bad way. Like, I feel like I just did very well on a second grade test, which was a really pleasant feeling to have. I don't know, I got whisked to all sorts of places during that show, let me tell you. Uh, also, Anaconda played three times. Oh, wow. man. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, the song span of what, an hour? Did you try and mosh? No, it was like 40 minutes. Did you try and mosh? 40 minutes? I wanted to mosh so badly. Anaconda's playing. Stubbles <laughs> out. Fuck you. Uh, Oh yeah, most of the marks are gone at this point, but... You, you, didn't your leg get all scraped up? Yeah, uh, it was, so it was already scraped up, so I just popped the scab. Oh, that's what happened. Ah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's not so bad. Eh, okay. Eh, you fall, you get back up. Is the human body's designed to heal? Yeah. Right? yeah. So you might as well injure it. it. Might as well hurt it a lot. Yeah. yeah. If you're not healing, you're wasting time. That's just dead skin flaking off. Mm-hmm. Might, as, might as well be building up something again. So yeah, I got to rebuild my foot. What was the? Where did you go that now. had the little menu or whatever with the the anime guy, like pointing at an Asian girl's butt? Oh shit! Okay, that? yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's adorable that everyone thought that was a girl. For first of all, uh, the people I, some of the people I were with are like, oh, that's a girl. I was like, no, it's not. You guys don't know what you're talking about. That those hips are entirely too like pointy oh, for yeah. it to be. Also. Square. So it, it's it's a that was itsy bitsy ramen and whiskey, okay. uh, which was really really good. They they serve ramen whiskey pairings, <clears throat> and then they also serve you your check in a, a yaoi manga, which having looked it up is about it's about an investment banker that buys a boy, like ten years old. Oh, yeah, he does Go things on. to him. Apparently, uh, so the boy has a debt of like one million yen, and has to pay it off by getting fucked to the tune of one like ten thousand yen every time. He can't be ten years old. Implied ten years old is different than ten years old. I guess I guess I don't know for sure that the age was ever explicitly said in the comic. Oh no, wait, <laughs> eighteen. Like, yeah, you're right. It yeah, was. I was gonna say they would never fucking. That's. Nah, you, I right. don't think you're allowed to do that. But uh, yes, uh, there, were, there was a heated discussion about whether or not that that particular person was male or female, mm-hmm. and you know there are certain tells like all the fingerings from the back, things like that. You know how it is. You guys know nope. how it is. Don't. No, we I don't, don't know how that is. You guys know how it is. I mean, don't. Anyway, it was very sexy. Uh, <laughs> it was very sexy. It's a good way to start the evening. Uh, but oh. yeah, that, so that place was cool. I, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I had, my, I had my mind freaked, which was awesome, uh, because I, as a, man of, as a man of the world, I like to learn, you know? I like mm-hmm. to be educated about yeah. the things around me. Absolutely. So after having my mind freaked, uh, I, I checked out Chris Angel's Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Which uh, As was you do. difficult to read while, while mind, mind is thoroughly freaked. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's in an industrial band called Angel Dust, who also made the music for his show. 
Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Great because yeah, he comes out like boom, yeah. and it's like this ridiculous, <laughs> like late '90s industrial. I am a mind freak, and he's got like his hair down. Oh man! But then he starts talking. And he's got this weird like Jersey accent. Well, he's like, "Hello, it's me, the mind freak." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a little higher and tinier. Yeah. Uh, something you wouldn't expect out of a man with crazy abs like he has. Was well, he ripped? He's super ripped. Crazy ripped. Nice. Which I can respect I gotta that. Hand, yeah, I got to hand it to him for that one. Uh, so it was weird. Like it was, it was a, it was like a really kind of dorky show. Uh, he was, he would like bring up, he would bring up uh, stage people for like illusions, and then make jokes about how aroused they were at his assistance and stuff. Like thirteen-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like Chris Angel, you're a fucking dweeb. <laughs> yep. And then, um, but then it like completely shifted tracks, and they started showing all these footage of like these kids with cancer that were dying. And they were like talking to the camera, being like, "It's freaking your mind." I yeah. hope I can stay alive. <laughs> and then Chris Angel comes back out and is like, "There are kids out there that have cancer, which is why we have to party like we've never partied before." Really? And then like a DJ hit comes down and these lasers start going off, and he's like, "Let's party!" Was what? there ever magic? <laughs> Chris, Chris Angel. Fuck Chris Angel. So here's the thing: Chris Angel doesn't know he's he may be a magician, but he doesn't know that the internet exists. This is what I love about Chris Angel and and despise. He will do something, and then you'll be like, oh, that's a cool trick. How did you get the card uh, into the restaurant? How did you get it on the other side of the glass or whatever? And I go, magic, man. It's just magic. And you're like, no, no, no. How'd you do it, though? And he's like, magic. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to look it up on my phone. <laughs> like, while you're tapping, <laughs> oh, you're there it is. Oh, okay, so you had an assist. Oh, that guy must be the guy. who He went around, and he did that. And you go, no, man, magic. <laughs> it's like, I know you're not magic. I know <laughs> that you do not have magical abilities. He's so magic. And I need you to just... Fucking chill out for a second, bro. Really chill out. I try to. F- I'm always curious about the uh, the David Blaine one where he just like puts a steak knife through his arm. Mm-hmm. And he's just oh, like, yeah. he's like, Mr. Obama, look at my new magic. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, huh? Yeah. And he's like, David, there it is. You've done an amazing thing like, for your country. Yeah, he's like, see, that's my blood. And you're like, huh? Magic. So, <laughs> so, oh, I mean, some of that is like his weird when he freezes himself, ice shit. That those yeah. are just feats of strength. Yeah. Right. But when it's like magic. Like, it's magic. not magic. It's magic. No. Wow. So, uh, the ultimate mind freak, though, is that, thanks to the internet, and, a, like, there was some tabloid blog, apparently his kid actually did have leukemia. So, oh. him exploiting the cancer of children is not entirely exploitative. <laughs> well, it's it, somewhat there's, justified. There's, you could still be exploitative. It just seems like you didn't get it. Yeah. Well, okay. it was affecting you wait, in wait, your life. You if we, if somebody's got cancer, we should party. Right? That's essentially That's still, the takeaway. That again doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, let's do it. His kid is like in a hospital bed going like, Dad, well, where are you? So no, uh, He's he, out there. Doing this for your son? <laughs> well, actually, so <laughs> according, according to this tabloid blog, which I don't know how far you trust it, but he stopped mind freaking for several years <gasps> to oh. go and take care of his kid. Oh, wow. And now he's back freaking minds. And then he annoyed and his, his, kid, kid. his kid so much. He's oh, like, Dad, Dad, just leave. Yeah, Dad, I need you to party for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I go, party for me. The only thing me. me feel better about this life yeah. that I've lived if you go on is stage that you and freaked as many minds <laughs> as you could. Anyway, my mind got super freaked. You were really freaked. It was that what, Luxor? Some girl got cut in half. Yeah, it's always Luxor. Yeah, it's always Luxor. Some girl got cut in half. I remember we. Uh, I always, as a kid, I always wanted to stay at Luxor. Oh. Jesus, Bruce. <laughs> you do not know how to play Hitman. Hold on, I'm, I'm fixing the rendering. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, don't be tricking him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember always wanting to stay at Luxor whoa, whoa, because whoa. I was like, wow, it's a pyramid. And then we stayed at it. And there is this, uh, there's this thing in Vegas where certain hotels have an aged well. Yeah. Because that, that, that well, is they're, a, they're all like 80 schmaltzy. Well, that's the thing is like when you build a hotel casino, it is a, it is a time capsule. Yeah. Because you can't ever shut the casino down. It's like, once it's open, like, yeah, we're it's open stuck. forever. Yep. It's like, when do you vacuum? Never. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What? yeah. Wait, have you ever replaced that chair? Yeah, someone's always sitting on it. You can't really do much. <laughs> like, what about those beds? Deal. That was, oh, yeah, that, so that's what happened when I stayed at the... Someone's always sitting on it. Well, you, and you can always Come tell when the... Chair. Ah, we can tell right. when the hotel's made by, like, the same company. Because, like, you go to Luxor and it's almost identical to Excalibur, where it's like, wow, a castle. This room is sad. Yeah. And then, and like Luxor, exact same thing. Well, like, I made a pyramid. Ew. <laughs> the best thing about the Luxor is that it's like you're checking in. They're like, "Would you like to pay an extra hundred fifty dollars a night to stay in the pyramid?" Yeah. And you're like, "That sounds kind of cool. I'll be in the pyramid. Yeah, yeah absolutely." Oh, half so the room's you, gone. So you go and you walk in, and it's like the scene from Ghostbusters when they've blown away half of the <laughs> penthouse. And it's just like, <laughs> you're like, "Where's the rest of the room?" Yeah. And then the sorry, sun- the pyramid took it. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> "You're like, huh?" The wall's the window, and so the sun's just like beaming in. Yeah, like, yeah. It's hot. Oh, it's really God, hot. and it's angled in such a horrible <laughs> way. 
turns out, uh, yeah. This is the way you would build a room if you wanted to revive Apocalypse. <laughs> no one else saw it, I'm so sorry. we can't transition. I, want I, really, I really wanted to, James. Yeah, I, well, I feel like I, I'm going to have forgotten everything about it by the time uh, I actually talk about it. I was going to see it yesterday, but apparently I... So, okay, what's the record here for driving back to L.A. from Vegas? It once took me eight hours. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, it's always been five for me. Like, five. I always do it right. Yeah, I mean, I got snowed in, so... 18 hours. All right, Adam wins. Shit. I, I was. Know. I was a nine. We ended up driving yesterday. back to Vegas because we couldn't leave. Oh wait. Yeah. Mm. So you weren't in a car for the whole time. No, no, no. Well, we were in traffic. We got stuck at state line, and then they're like, roads closed. So we just drove back, mm -hmm. and thankfully, uh, one of the people we were with had a. Uh, there, it was like a timeshare, so like we oh. we got to go back in and use the. Uh, what Jesus. Did, what did you What did you do? Uh, just got fucked, really. So there's there's a man. Okay, so let let's see here. Started out, uh, got delayed a couple couple of hours by uh, other circumstances that were not ideal, but finally hit the road around noon, which is not great. Uh, there, there were already like three accidents because people can't fucking drive in a straight line without ramming into each other. And then it got a little weird. So uh, most of the way, the world would have you believe, if you accept conventional thinking, that there's just the one highway. But Google Maps is crafty. Oh, yeah. And for some reason decided to find an alternate route that is a dirt road yeah. that's like wiggling Wait. around. You did that? Yeah, fuck Google. Yeah. It fucked me so bad. I did that. We were driving home and it's like, take this. It was like a weird, like the 51 or something it's like prison it. road. It's yeah. by a prison. Yeah, they were like, take this road. And we started getting on it. And it was like, doo -doo -doo. I'm like, we're getting back on the freeway. Yeah, like, no, I will deal with traffic, but I am not fucking my car up driving anyone, down this thing. Anyone that thinks, and you get a lot of this, especially in Southern California, oh, thinks the they have the trick route to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Don't go the conventional route. Don't yeah. follow the highways, my friend. I have other ways, and it may look, yeah, by the map, sure. It says that it's adding 150 miles to the trip, mm. but I guarantee you, you will be there in half the time. They're lying and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> it means they've traveled there once on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah and they got And lucky. it worked for them, even though if they had gone the other way, it would have been much oh, faster, fuck. and that's the only experience that they have. So do not ever listen to anyone that tells you to go the, other than the most straight route. There's, there's one trick that oh. has always worked. Well, it's, an air, it's an well, airplane. Yeah, airplane. Yeah. Omar's got something to say. What? Hey James, can you move your mic pack away from your body? It's James. It's James. Oh, just move it on the Wait, table. So I'm electric. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we all conduct electricity in some yeah, come way. Come on, you're like from a mutant from X-Men Apocalypse. What? Uh, can we talk about it now? No. no so we have to do another ad read, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, just one. Really? That was it. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. So, no, so yeah. Let's, all right. So let's talk about X-Men, and you guys can say as though theoretically oh, you've seen it. I had more Vegas play <laughs> Well, I'm actually. I just. I want to know without spoiling because I haven't seen I'm it. Just kidding. We don't have. To. Um, I went to an Arby's with no air conditioning. There. I'm was done. it? <laughs> was it decent? It's confusing. There okay. we go. That's a good answer. It's a film that raises questions. Like all of the X-Men movies, do I find them to be refreshing in their existence because they are alternatives to the factory that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes. Okay. Yes. When does Deadpool show up? Uh, that I cannot say. Okay. How do I hide my gun? Uh, up. Like up or down on the D-pad? Up on the D-pad. Uh, you should know oh, that the character of Deadpool is probably like 10 years old. Or something. Oh, well, that's the right. Movie takes place in the eighties. Forgot about that. Yeah, we're still in the eighties, huh? What are Which? they? So, okay, here's my question then. Mm -hmm. Without spoiling, mm -hmm. um, where do they go from here? Like, is Modok? I was gonna say Apocalypse is like the big one, right? Yeah. For X Men. So yeah. I mean, I it's mean, like we can go to Mister Sinister. Yeah. That's a name. Just go into space. There's a lot of X Men in space. There's X Men in deal space. With. Yeah. Or I hope is they it, never do. But is this the Death Knell and? Uh, Marvel's gonna get X-Men back and reboot no, it after this no, one. No, absolutely. It made too much money this weekend. I, but, how much did it make? Uh, it was number one. I think it made like 60 or 70. Okay. Domestic. So it's, it's, like it's, it's going to recoup and they're, it's okay. not going to be a disaster and they're not going to be like, oh, we're done. Okay. Um, it, as far as to that, I think they're just kind of approaching it more episodically. This is why they rebooted it back to the 80s. Mm -hmm. So that way they could basically figure out ways to tell the major X-Men things again. Sure. So uh, I, I think that they're kind of just gonna find another villain, and then they're gonna do another villain, okay. you know? Um, so well, because they, they, they kept selling this one as like, it's the big one. His name he's, is Apocalypse. Yeah, he is the, the original mutant. Uh, some people th say he's even God. Which is, kind of, which is kind of one of my problems with the movie, but what can you do? Okay, Oscar yeah. Isaac's good though. Oscar Isaac is great. He's a great Also, actor. I love that they do as much practical as they can possibly get away with. Mm -hmm. yeah. They do so much practical costumes, practical makeup, 
and and stuff like that. Like, it ha it's not perfect, but as I'm watching it, I'm going, I totally appreciate this because I can wa I'm watching Oscar Isaac's performance in this. I thought, I actually kind of liked um, Ultron because of James Spader's voice, mm -hmm. but something about the all CG character made it feel less impactful. And I think, not just for me, but I think the audience in general found him to be goofier and like, not as frightening. I think that's that's because it that's was a side effect, yeah. it was like a CG creature. It was an unavoidable like cartoon aspect. A cartoon mouth flopping yeah. around and stuff like that. I was only confused by Ultron. Where's the there's the part where he's talking to uh, Black Widow and he's talking. He's giving her like a speech and then all of a sudden like a hand comes through his head and then another Ultron oh, appears. Oh yeah, that was. And weird. I was like, whoa! And he was like, now I have the perfect body except it looks just like the body he yeah. just had. And I was like, yeah. there's no real physical upgrades that I could. Tell? Yeah, it was weird. They should have had a jetpack. Yeah, it's not like boots, big boots, like big red boots. I, I think that no one can have a wrong opinion on X Men. That's what I like about it. Hmm. Well, that's I, it's kind of what an opinion is. <laughs> no, I know, but, but people ah. will tell you your opinion is wrong. Yeah, sure. you know. I think oh, so. I'm a bad person if I like it. Oh boy. No, 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 oh. not at all. I think oh. I think that if you don't like it, you're probably totally justified. I think oh. if you do like it, you're totally justified. I think if you're kind of like lukewarm on it, I think you're totally justified. And I think a lot of movies draw a hard line. Okay. You know, and a lot of communities and audiences will draw a hard line and say like, "What? You didn't love every moment of Deadpool?" Like. What's your problem? What's wrong right. with you, or something like that? And I feel like certain this movie doesn't really do that so much. Okay. Do you think it's possible? So is it the sort of thing where you you either you will fall that way on most of the movie, you'll either like, dislike, or be ambivalent, or do you think it's the kind of movie where there are certain things you can like <laughs> yep. about it, certain yep. things you won't like? Yes. Interesting. Yes. That's so weird because Singer usually makes very <laughs> consistent type of movies. Like he doesn't seem to be so scattershot in his uh. Yeah. It's filmmaking usually. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I was watching it thinking certain things about like, I wonder if Singer has to be making these now. I was gonna ask I about that. If, like, how do you I feel wonder, about Singer's if his career is not like soaring like mm. it once was, I, and so he's like, All right, I'm gonna make X Men movies. I like it, I have fun with it. There, well, there's what, a, what's there, not soaring about making massive financial successes? It's not necessarily the movies you wanna make. There's a reason You're like Christopher Nolan decided he wanted to make a sci fi opera as opposed to Batman movies that were making the, billions of dollars. The story I heard, the way it goes down, is that um, Singer always wanted to make the X-Men movies. That was always something he, it was always How like this sort of passion thing. You're hiding in a trash can. <laughs> peeking out. <laughs> Actually, he can't, he, he just thinks uh -huh. you're there. You're um, there is, there's a, there's a good, um, well, well, what's going in here? I'll find a link somewhere, but there is a YouTube video where it's like, it's like a little 15 minute documentary of like basically explaining why Deadpool got made. Uh, and it all came down to one executive who was just like the worst. And he just shot everything down, didn't want X-Men to work. And that's why they dragged X-Men 3, like, just as long as they could. And Singer was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to Superman. Because you guys haven't renewed me for this movie yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave. And that's why they had to, like, make the movie in six months or whatever. Hmm. Um, basically, almost, like, within, like, a month of that guy being let go, Deadpool got greenlit. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, it, this guy has been standing in the way constantly yeah. and is now gone. Oh, and um, word was he even, like, fought James Cameron on... Avatar and like didn't want to finance Avatar and make it and make it the you know the multi-billion-dollar worldwide success that it was. Sounds like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I wish him the best of luck. The he, irony is he probably left that job and is now getting paid more yeah, somewhere else. To probably. Do yeah, he's working at a YouTube. Ow. Uh, MCN. So. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. No. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean no, to get into an actual X-Men discussion. I but I am excited <laughs> to have conversations with all of you oh. individual in my in my office. I, I think I, I told you. <laughs> you have an office. Oh right, we uh, share it. Yeah, yeah, it smells like dog. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the, I think I told you this before I said, I'm, I'm happy that the X-Men movies exist now that Deadpool has more places to play in. Yeah. Like, I, I'm okay with him making more weird offshoots of X-Men if, if it just means that Deadpool can show up. Because I'm like, oh, look, an entertaining yeah. side character that can jump in and out of movies. Like, he could be the, the Marvel oh. Spider-Man. I, I think, it's, I think um, it's kind of also, I think, a better... A good, a good, another example would be like, it's nice that DreamWorks exists because if we only got Pixar movies, mm. we wouldn't find new things to okay. like. We, we never know get, how good they were. You wouldn't, <laughs> well, you wouldn't get Megaminds though. Like you oh, wouldn't true. get these yeah. other movies. Yeah. And like I, people loved How to Train Your Dragon and stuff like that. And like Hiccup. Zootopia, again, fantastic, was not a Pixar movie. Disney. It was a Disney animation movie. I, like you have these other, Things yeah. that are all kind of do it, but they all make each other better. Yeah. And I really think that these X Men movies 
if they can continue to be somewhat successful, we'll make the Marvel movies better, and then okay. th those will force the X Men movies to keep up, Always. and then we'll get things like Deadpool, which are utter alternatives mm -hmm. to those types of movies and stuff. I think it, I think they improve the, each other. Always good to have competition. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's Always good. that's it's capitalism, baby. Yeah, we're all about that over here. Lawrence, should we move on to the fan show? The, the post show? Is Are we done? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we lost like the first 10 minutes. Um, uh, that's true. I don't know. This, this, this is kind of interesting to me. This is pretty quick, but. So oh, No Man's yeah. Sky got delayed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kotaku reported on it early. They ended up, they ended up being right about it. Uh, but not only did Hello Games founder Sean Murray get death threats for the delay, Good. Wow. Good. but also when they reported on it, J uh, Kotaku reporter Jason Schreer got death threats for saying this game is Fantastic. delayed. Fantastic. What? Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> that doesn't make any sense at all. Awesome. Uh, well, he so he posted, he posted some, uh, some very interesting comments that he got, Jason Schreer did. Uh, this, is from, this is from somebody who has, I, I think, since been obliter obliterated from the internet for saying this kind of stuff, but... Uh, he writes, quote, your article, your little article about No Man's Sky being delayed has made me hate you to my very core. Hmm. It's the only thing I live for. And you go and write that bullshit about a delay. Instead of visiting London later this month, I think I'll come by and say hi to you and fuck you up. You think you can get away with saying this that easy? Making fun of our Reddit page also? Sounds like we will have, sounds like you have a death wish. We will find you. Be afraid, human. We are coming for you. So... This wow. is this ties really into there's an article written the toy by is Devin, out later. Devin Faraci recently mm. about fandom, oh. the current state of fandom, right. and it's it's getting like scary and violent now. Like everyone is in, in the article, he basically says that like fans are now becoming baseline average Kathy Bates from Misery, <laughs> like how they feel entitled to their their individual perception of the creative works that are coming out. And huh. so like like in Misery, she felt, she's like, why would you kill this character? That's not what I wanted. Now rewrite it so that way it works for me or I'll kill you. Because I'm so angry and so obsessed and so invested in it. But that was funny because that was a horror fiction yeah. Well, Misery existed because <laughs> that kind of thing was, was around saying, back then. Yeah. yeah, that was that was Stephen King going like, and it's but it's the good thing is the good thing takes solace in knowing that it isn't something new. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that article also cited something that some uh, an anonymous marine right wrote a uh, wrote a letter to a I think it was a Marvel publishing executive regarding the Captain America. Oh, Hydra oh, thing, right. talking about how he joined the military because he believed in the ideals that Captain America set forth. Yeah. Why the, by the way, one issue, no one knows what the whole plot arc is. Right. It's just been one issue and no one really knows and it's a comic mm -hmm. book and who cares. But, um, and then, and that like, but now that Captain America is Hydra, he has no moral code to hang his hat on anymore and thus, I guess he might as well go out and try and kill this Marvel executive who was like, okay with this storyline being okay. Hmm. And it's like, but this is where it's at. Whether or not the person is a Marine, whether or not this person is just a troll or whatever, this yeah. is where we're at with people being so angry. Once again though, it is a gross generalization because it is only one or two people. Yeah, it's a lot of people on the internet. But it does make, I guess we're kind of in a, a situation where we are content creators and we make stuff and people go up and they're like, play this game or like, Nah, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. And they're like, but do it. And I'm like, okay, now it's getting weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, to me, there are, there are a lot of people on the internet that, that rally against things like religion because that's what they ascribe these sorts of behaviors to. It's like, oh, if there was no religion, people wouldn't act this way anymore. Mm. No, no. no, they're just migrating it to a new thing. So if you know, people, people take the story of, of Jesus or God and that is their moral compass and that's mm -hmm. what they base their life decisions around, that's what that person did with Captain America. Yeah. And to a degree, uh, for, forgive me for the, oh, Jesus. <laughs> forgive me for the, for the sacrilege, but essentially it's, the way we interact with those things is pretty similar. You have a book and it has a story in it, and that story is supposed to give you some kind of barometer about how to live your life mm. that involve these, you know, more powerful than human beings interacting with each other in a, in a way that, that has some kind of philosophical takeaway. Uh, I think in, you know, if people grow up without religion, they find that in other things, whether they're comic books or video games or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that kind of fanaticism, yeah, people have been that way around, around religion for a long time, which in actuality is really nothing more than a book with a story in it. Um, you know, forgive me if you felt the power of the Holy Spirit. I haven't quite yet, but maybe one of these mm -hmm. days uh, I'll be stricken and I'll change my mind on that. Um, but yeah, to me it's just, 
that stuff is just kind of, it's, it's the same aspects of human nature bubbling up in different areas, but it's mostly the same path as the way people get there. They, they need meaning in their life, and they find it through different things. <laughs> Look at the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> That's so stupid. All right. So, yeah, ideally everybody would find meaning from some sort of very evergreen and healthy internal wellspring of, of feelings and philosophies and thoughts, but it doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. Instead, people get it from 80s cartoons. <coughs> well, now it was 80s cartoons. Or comic book characters or, sure. or some other thing they can pattern their life off of that in a way also helps them not ask really difficult questions of themselves, mm -hmm. which is kind of I always thought about it. It's, it's the most scary thing to say, like, why am I here? Why am I alive? Why was I given life? Why do I have an individuality? Why do, mm. I, why do I have all this stuff only to die? Uh, is the ultimate injustice. <laughs> and answering some of those questions, you can kind of assume those answers from Captain America. Well, uh, you know, um, I live to be just. I live to protect people. That's why I'm here. That's my value to the world. Uh, and then once that's undone, then, like, I think it was very telling. This person said, this is what I live for. And when you take that away from them, yeah. it's devastating. And yeah, it's very unhealthy. It's um, but how do, you, how do you fix that aspect of human nature where, they, where somebody latches onto something to define themselves and they don't really search any further because they found the one thing? It's, it's weird though too because like tying it back to No Man's Sky, it's like, well, it's not, it's not over. It's not the game isn't canceled. It's not you're never going to get to play it. It's just you gotta delayed, wait. probably yeah. because they want to make it better for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and I know it's I want it now. I want it now. But it's not like you had it and they they took it back. Right. You never had it. They're, now you just have to wait all, a little bit. But they were all planning on it though. Everyone That's was planning on. Sure. Maybe he already asked for time off work for the release date. But I'm sure sucks. you can ask your boss and get that time shifted. But it's the same with the Captain America thing. Everyone's upset about one issue of when they're constantly doing stuff like this. I was going like, to say, look at Superman Red Sun. Superman yeah. is the ultimate representation of you know good, even though he's an alien and he represents the American way because he just happened to land here. And someone was smart enough to go, well, what if mm -hmm. he landed in a place that goes against oh, no. our, uh, the moral, oh my God. <laughs> uh, silent that was, attack. That, that was yeah. not silent. <laughs> Pulled his spine out with a wrench. <laughs> it is very loud. Um, but I, I like that. Um, I wonder if there was anyone who was like, like, I read your issue of Superman Red Sun. What have you done? You've ruined well, the character. And it's like, it's comic. It's, it's ever-changing. Well, it's Superman art. Superman Red it, Sun protected itself because it began with, what if? Exactly. It, it basically was like, this is not real, but what if? I don't right? Know. And well, then they closed it out. But I don't know. It's a new issue. I mean, I mean okay. Steve Rogers. Well, at the same time, too, like you were saying, don't judge something because this is the first thing that came. It's like when people watch a movie trailer. And maybe sometimes there's something a little clever in there where like some character would be like, I'm the bad guy, like he's the bad guy, I'm out. And like, do you want do you want to hear the whole story oh, or Jesus Bruce. Yeah, I'm terrible. Um going around But like uh, Captain America has died. Mm -hmm. Superman has died. And did like should we have just left it that way? Or But they died in honor, not as Hydra. Not as Hydra. Uh, that's not true. As Hydra. That's a good point. It's going to end up being that like it's not Captain America. I don't know. Well, there's also people need to slow the roll. It's funny too because there's out. a weird, there's a weird like loud and angry, a double agent. like fan sure. aspect of things. Um, mm -hmm. But then there's also like you don't even you don't even understand. Like you're not you're not you shouldn't even be counted as a fan to be this angry because you don't even meet the qualifications. Like people are saying like like Captain America was invented. By two Jewish men, yeah. how would they feel if they knew that he was Hydra? And it's like, well, the comics have gone pretty far to establish that Hydra is not Nazism. Right. Like they're, in fact, they've been opponents in the past. Mm -hmm. um, again, it's a different, it's this different evil, but it's not exactly something that conflicts with potentially the creators mm -hmm. saying Captain America would never side with this. You know, it's just, it's a weird thing. It's like you don't even really know the whole. story. Story necessarily. Also, it's a weird thing where if Hydra didn't exist, Captain America wouldn't have much of a reason to exist. <gasps> if I terrorism, how yeah. dare you, Adam? No. <laughs> well, that's something that I was the hoping they would get into in Civil villain. War, and we kind of brought this up on on the previous podcast. But I do like the fact that you're right. Captain America exists to fight, and if there's no fight, he has no reason to exist. He jogs yeah. really fast. Well, there there was a, you you said something really interesting a while ago. I think just to the room, but you're saying like. I was reading this discussion that the, the name Winter Soldier refers to oh. Steve Rogers and not Bucky, uh, except in uh, Civil War, they're like, there are under other Winter Soldiers, and he's the Winter Soldier. Yeah. He's Winter Soldier. Winter they're Soldier. Winter Soldiers. Other Winter Soldiers. Did you realize winter happens <laughs> once a year? We need more soldiers. <laughs> the, well, the, yeah, and I was like, oh, I guess it didn't refer to Captain America. The really cool thing about that discussion, or that there was a video that was basically talking about Captain America's flaw, 
And the, the cool part, which I didn't even really pick up on, but in Age of Ultron, when Scarlet Witch is showing everybody their worst fear, which I thought was fucking dumb, by the way, uh, that's, that's some like soap opera level stuff. Anyway, um, right. Captain America's only fear was that he was home and the war was over mm -hmm. and he got to go home. I feel like there was more to that scene, but nope. I don't remember. It, it was just that he was at a ball and like a, a girl walked up and she's like, hey, the war's over, we can go home. And he was like, I thought there was Peggy in that. Yeah, I oh yeah, was Peggy. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, no, his his like his one thing that he was apparently most frightened of was there was nothing left to fight. Was that it, or was it that something happened at the? I guess it said. No, that, that was it. And I, I remember being really yeah. confused by that too. It's like everybody else is dreaming but, of terrible things, and Captain America. But I think that's how she found. I thought that was how she found a way to keep him in a stasis by giving him peace. Peace. Hmm. I don't. Oh, I don't know that it was necessarily to bring out, like, to make him feel terrible. I think it was more that, like, here's everything he would have wanted. He didn't have. Oh, to I see. Fight. He oh, didn't have it. to fight anymore, oh. and he had the girl. I, I get. Yeah, that's one interpretation. I, don't know. I what, guess it wasn't clear which. Yeah. You could, you could fault it. What I saw was was that uh, was that he he was just he was terrified of having no, nothing to punch. Maybe. Um, yeah. Because it, it makes I it mean, very clear when you have an enemy. <laughs> I am. Uh, and I guess it's also very clear that we got to move on to the to fan house. Uh, fan house. Fan art. So thanks everybody for listening. Um, uh, if you liked this, please recommend it to friends and whatnot. Give us a little rating on iTunes. You could use your help. Get more people on this boat buying watches. Yeah. And if you <laughs> don't like it, stories. tell 10 people you didn't like it. No, oh, don't do that. If you wanted to, yeah, yeah. why not? Because then one of them out. might try it. That's, oh, that's true. true, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's need that. That's how you give us that. There it is, yeah, that's I, the beauty stuff. I need stuff. to pee real quick. All right, go pee. I'm gonna mute myself, is that okay? No. We want to hear that stream.